Today, I'm talking with my friend, Danielle Bakic. She's an author, business owner, mom, and Christian wife. And while this episode isn't specifically about creating content, it does show us how you can take one area of your passion, repurpose what you know, and build an empire. Hey friend, are you ready to shine? It's time for TV with TLC. Welcome to the show. I am so looking forward to talking with our guest today for a number of reasons. And you're gonna hear a lot about some personal experiences of mine, as well as this new friendship that I've made and a phenomenal businesswoman, y'all. This lady is making it happen. I cannot wait to tell you about her. Coach Danielle is the founder and CEO of Coach Danielle's Swimming Fishies, and she was recently published as an author. And so she has her new children's book that is called My Swim Adventure. The book is basically about swimming lessons, but she uses fun, illustrative stories and ways to bring you through that um, and help you really understand the fundamentals of swimming. And it's great for parents. I'll also say it's great for adults, and I'll explain that a little bit later. But she uses fun and sweet descriptive words. It's very easy to understand and relatable, and it helps kids learn to swim. There's a lot more that's going on with Danielle, and I can't wait to tell you about it. But she's a swim coach, and so she has a high success rate of teaching children to swim within just a few short, fun, and effective lessons. Welcome, my friend, Danielle. Hi, thank you so much. <laughs> oh my gosh, Coach Danielle, I really am super excited. And before we go much further, I want to tell everyone how to reach you because maybe they want to check out your Facebook page, which you've got a ton of followers. Coach Danielle's Swimming Fishies is your website? It's my swimming page. Okay, your swimming Facebook. page. Okay. And then my book and my website is My Swim Adventure. So myswimadventure.com. Okay, myswimadventure.com. You want to check that out and be sure to follow Coach Danielle. Okay, so I'd love to talk about why you got into coaching and really what was your passion for that? So I competed in swimming for 13 years and I just loved it. And after I graduated, I was like, I want to start coaching. So then um, when I was 17 years old, we actually took a family vacation to the beach and my mom um, was swimming on my dad's back in the deep end and my dad left her and went to go swim far away with my brother, my sister, and my mom started panicking. And when you panic, and she's not a very good swimmer, and she had bronchitis, and when you start panicking in the water, you're going to sink. And so I swam as fast as I could freestyle to get to my mom. And when I got to my mom, she started pulling me under too. Because when you try to save someone else's life, they're trying to think about themselves for survival. So she was pulling me under trying to breathe. And I said, Mom, get on my back. So she got on my back and held onto me. And I was able to do breaststroke. And I saved both of our lives in the ocean just at 17. And I didn't even think I just responded because I was an excellent swimmer. I knew exactly what to do, I guess, because I saved her life. Um, And so after then, I started coaching, and I have a heart so much for coaching and for training these kids and helping them conquer their fear from fear into fun of the water. That is my biggest heart with what I do. Oh, my gosh. So you helped your mom, and your mom is here today. I mean, she is here to experience 
Leanne's life and to see your success. And you had a part in her journey of learning to swim. Well, she sacrificed her entire life bringing me to swim practice at 5 a.m. for 13 years. And so I'm so thankful I was able to repay her with her own life. And to see the fact that I get a coach, I thank her all the time. Like, Mom, thank you for the sacrifice you made to take me to swimming every day. Wow. At that early in the morning. And you were on the swim team. I mean, yes. you, you, this is your thing. This is that was totally your jam, yeah. right? Right. And now you're a mom and yes. you have phenomenal little boys and yes. helping them swim as well. <laughs> well, you know, I grew up in a way that um, I grew up on a ranch, many of you know, way out in the country. And a lot of us were told, you just jump in. And my daddy was like, you just, you're going to learn to do it just like you did with learning how to ride a bike or ride a horse or, I mean, we skydive. I do all sorts of things. I do competitive sports, but I could not tackle swimming. And so it really scared me for a long time. And a lot of us believe these myths like my bones are too heavy and I sink or, you know, I can't float. What are your thoughts about those myths? Of, about I mean, swimming? you're absolutely right. There's so many things like, for example, the biggest thing that most people think is that we hold our breath under the water. And that's actually wrong. We never want to hold our breath under the water unless we're competing in a fast race. But for everybody else, everyone should be exhaling and blowing bubbles and blowing their boogers, which is in my book, <laughs> out of the nose and the mouth. And if you're exhaling under the water, when you come up, you can inhale, then you exhale and inhale. When you wait and you are holding your breath, when you come up, you have to go, like, I'm, I'm gasping for air, gasping for <laughs> air, right? And you're exhausted and panic and fear happens. And that's when people get into the drowning position and they sink because their head is up and their feet goes down. And that's how people drown. And so sadly, that's a huge false thing that everyone teaches and talks about is holding your breath. And that's yeah. so wrong. So you're right. Just like what you said, the the bones are too heavy. Like that, <laughs> falls. A swimming is all about technique. And when you learn the proper technique, then you can swim. It's a few simple things and it will drastically change the way you swim. Yeah. That's my book. Love it. Now, why is it so important for people to learn to swim? I know for myself and for my family that it was something that we were at risk of drowning all the time because we're out on a ranch and there's bodies of water around. There's um, potential. We had irrigation systems. There were just th times where we could be in the water at a given moment. Why do you feel it's important for people to learn to swim, I mean, Danielle? Especially that we live in Texas. I mean, like if we're in the South too, there's a pool everywhere. There's lakes everywhere. Yeah. I mean, it is the number one death in children 14 and under is drowning. Yeah. And so it's the most preventable death as well, sadly. And so there is ways that we can fix this. And so it's important for every child, every adult to know how to swim. And when I talk to some of my parents, I'm like, and they tell me they can't swim. I'm like, could you save your child's life if they were at the bottom of the pool? Oh my gosh. And they say no. And I'm yeah. like, you need to learn to swim too. Must. Just like for me, I had no clue that I was going to save my mom's life one day at 17 by me being a great swimmer. So that's why I tell my kids, you never know whose life you could save one day by being a great swimmer, not just for yourself, but for someone else. Absolutely. And for those of you who know, um, most of the time we're in Denton County and Denton County had the highest national rate of drowning in America. So isn't that scary to think is that we are in a community where children sadly are drowning every yes. single day and you have given people the tools to right. make that change. And when I coach, I also coach the parents. I want the parents to learn. And that's why I made this book for all the parents out there in the back of the book. It's so special because that's a parental instruction guide. And so that helps teach the parents how to help their own child in the bathtub or that converts into the pool. And so that's why I've done this. I've given my secrets to everyone.
everybody because I truly just want to help more kids and more people to prevent drowning. Um, but that's exactly what you're saying in Denton County, sadly. But that's why I do what I do to yeah. help those parents. And I teach my parents. And then I tell those kids at the end of their swim lessons, mom is now your coach. Dad is now your coach because I can only be with you this long. Right. Mom and dad now know all the tools to help their child to continue progressing. Yes. Well, I'm going to go ahead and tell you guys a very personal story. Well, I, as I mentioned, I grew up on a ranch and I was around water all the time. My house, I have a pool. I've traveled to most every ocean and I've jumped into the ocean. I've gone cruising, water skiing. I've jumped off cliffs, but up until just about, what, two or three weeks ago, I didn't know how to swim. And it had been something that had haunted me for a long time. It really bothered me to think that I could go out and do all these great things. My husband, many of you know, I mean, he's a ninja contender. <laughs> he's very active a bit, but I didn't know how to swim. And I had the opportunity to meet Danielle at a networking group. And she talked about helping children learn how to swim. And some reason I just raised my hand. I'm like, but what about adults? And you said absolutely that I can teach you to swim. And so now because of your book and because of your leadership and your patience with me, I now know how to swim. And it it just means so much. There's some day in May, I think it's May 16th is National Learn to Swim Day. And now I can say that that date isn't um, a blemish. And now I'm excited about that day. And I want to tell people that you can learn to swim. Even if you're over 40, you can learn to swim. You're, it's never too late to learn to swim. I've taught 60-year-olds to swim before. So yes, I do coach adults. And yes, they are usually harder to teach. But Taylor, you were an amazing student. And you did exactly what I said. And that's why you did so incredible. In six days, you learned to swim. I learned to swim. You guys, within the first 30 minutes, she had me swimming across the pool. Yeah, my husband says, well, are you dog paddling? Well, no, I wasn't. I no. mean, she we gave videoed. me the I techniques <laughs> on how to swim. But what I did first, though, Danielle, was I read your book. I read through your book and started to think about the techniques because the first thing I was worried about was I can't float. I never was able to float. And again, we have a pool in my backyard and I'm like, I go out there all the time. I'm like, I can't float. But you taught me how to float. But it was through some very easy, very relatable tactics that children especially will love. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about some of the cool techniques that people can use to learn to swim. Yes. So when you learn how to float, a really fun thing that I've come up with, I mean, every kid loves donuts, right? Mm -hmm. Even adults, we all love donuts. They're so good. So if we shove a donut under our chin, there's donuts over here too. Yeah. We shove a donut under our chin and lay all the way back. Mm-hmm. Just by doing that simple technique, we can learn how to float. And there's a few other things to do it too, but this is the biggest thing because if you sit up, you're instantly going to sink. So shoving that donut under that chin is a fun descriptive way for kids to love. And if they keep sitting up, I'm like, I guess you don't love donuts. So like, no, I do love donuts. <laughs> I'm like, well, then shove that donut under your chin and leave it there. Yes, yes. And you always said that to me is when, um, when you want me to keep floating you're like you know are, lean back lean back and remember the donut and hold your head back mm-hmm. and every single time I was just like floating 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 I know and you taught me how to breathe too and you mentioned about blowing the boogers out of your nose but that 
that was the way you have to do it, and it works for kids. Kids relate to it, and it's not gross. It's saving your life. Saving your life. It's <laughs> worth it. I mean, that's the proper way to do it. All swim team, if you're swimming and you're swimming laps, you are blowing out. And if you're not, you will be exhausted. So you have to do it. Um, also, another thing that most people do not know is that kids and adults, just like you, you when you learn to swim, you cough up water, yeah. right? And Because you can't just plug your nose and swim. So and you can't wear a nose plug. And so you have to be blowing out the whole time. And so if you accidentally inhale the water or if it gets into your mouth, what, what, what are we talking about? You raise about? your hands, raise your hands. And, <laughs> so, and what else do you do? And you breathe out. And you blow out you of your nose. Out. Yes. Continuously blow out mm-hmm. of your nose. When you blow out your nose, all the water will launch out. Yeah. That is so huge. It prevents coughing. It prevents vomiting. All the bad stuff. It prevents drowning yes. by blowing out of your nose. Even if water already gets in it, still keep blowing it out. That's yeah. huge. Yeah. And that was something that surprised me too. Because you see people choking when mm-hmm. they're trying to swim or they've gotten out of the water and they're just coughing, coughing, coughing and getting exasperated. But you kept saying every time you said, put your hands above your head, when put you, your hands. You're right. When you put your hands above your head and you blow out, it opens up all your breathing pathways and you instantly stop choking. Yes. That was a good one too. <laughs> okay. Now there's some shining stars in the book. I don't want to give all the secrets away, but but these two individuals, two or three individuals really helped kind of take me along the journey. Tell me about them and the inspiration. Perfect. So um, Millie, the mermaid and Sammy the shark they're actually in my swim logo and I my heart with this book was I wanted to use those characters because the mermaid every little girl loves mermaids and every boy loves sharks and so what better way to use them as my coaches in the book and so they were an amazing coach they literally sound like my swim lessons in the book talking and saying things that I say all the time Mm -hmm. and it was so great because these they helped the two kids in the book Emma and Noah learn how to conquer their fear of the water and learn to swim. So we breathe life and speak life over all of our kids by saying, I can do it and I am brave and strong and swimming is easy and fun. Even when they're crying, they need to say all those things because it trains their brain to be rewired, to be positive and to believe in themselves. And we see it all the time. All of our kids are scared. And then at the very end, they are now so brave. You know, you talk about being strong and courageous and it just reminds me of scripture, Danielle. It reminds me of what I tell myself through faith faith. What role does faith play in your life? So Jesus is my foundation. He is everything to me. And I'm like, I have to add Jesus in my book. He's in my swim lessons. I teach these kids that when we live in fear, that is what Satan wants for our life. But when we choose to be brave and strong like Jesus and we give it to him, he can help us turn brave and strong. And so I get to talk this over to my kids. And also um, in my book, he had to be in my book. So in the back of my book, there's actually scripture verses that relate to the book about being brave and strong and about being courageous in the Lord and he will take away our fear. And so all those things are being spoken over the entire time of my book. He had to be in my book and I just had to share the love of Jesus some way and the best way to do it and to help share that with the most amount of people is in my story. Oh my gosh, that is so cool. And definitely a, an outreach, a testimony. It's a ministry through this book and yes. through learning to swim. Yes. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. Well, I love the book. You've launched it. It's available where? Where can people get this book? So you can go to my website, myslimadventure.com. It's on there. Or you can just go to Amazon. Either one is my book. So, yes. and it comes to your house within two or three days. 
Oh my gosh. Super easy. Now, how many lessons on average does someone need before they can learn to swim? So we always train kids in nine days. We do nine lessons. So three lessons a week for three weeks or two lessons a week for four and a half weeks. And most of our kids are done after that. 99% of our kids learn to swim in those nine days. And so that's really encouraging. And most of our kids learn to swim actually in five days, but we give them the nine days because they can be extra confident and perfect their stroke to make them really good. Yes. And I continued my lessons. Um, I think I felt pretty confident in five or six lessons. And then I came back and still took a few more just so that I could practice. And you allowed me to video myself. And one of these days, y'all, I'll show you some of those images, but they're amazing. It was, it was so empowering just to feel like, okay, I can do this and I don't have to be afraid anymore. And I can use the pool that I have and I can enjoy hanging out with friends. And also I can look out for my little cousin and nieces. Exactly. So now you get to make everything more safe around you. You feel safe and you can help other people be safe. Yes. Yes. There is more to you than the book and the lessons. You are actually an inventor as well. (laughs) Um, So um, I'm actually patent pending on an invention that gets kids from sinking to swimming just by putting this tool on. So what the tool does, it helps train the proper kicks because every kid, even when you were learning how to swim, you would open up your legs and you'd bend your knees. Everybody does it when you learn to swim. And so the tool that I've created is this leg band that goes on their legs and it goes from mid uh, quad to mid calf. And for the girls, it looks like a mermaid fin. For the boys, it's going to look like a shark mouth. It's okay. Cool. And so what it does, it keeps, it's adjustable, but it keeps their legs together and it prevents them from bending. So if you can't bend and you can't open, then you have perfect fast toes, which means you'll kick fast. And it teaches the proper technique and form and how to swim. So when we take it off in those nine days, it's now trained their muscle memory to go from the wrong way to the right way. Because if you have fast good kicks, you're going to swim fast. Yeah, Your speed comes from your legs. So this tool is going to be revolutionary. I'm super excited about getting it launched. My patent's almost complete. Manufacturing is going to be starting in the fall. So next year I'll be launching this tool. I do have a simple prototype that I use, but it only helps with opening of the legs. It does not help with bending. So the bending is really slow for kids uh-huh. and the big splashes are bad. We don't want to do that. You exert a lot of energy. I right. found that when I was doing it wrong, I was burning a lot more energy than I needed to. Yeah. And you were saying, yes, you're going to get tired because you're you're spending all this energy with your legs. Right. If you just kind of reduce it a little bit and be more intentional, more effective, then right. you can go faster. And it worked. It worked. <laughs> it worked. I mean, after 15, 14 years of coaching, I created this tool in the last year and a half or so. And I'm like, just creating the simple prototype has helped so much. Because when I take off their band after nine days, I'm like, their legs are together. Yay. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> I also have another invention coming out soon, too. Okay. But that's something that I haven't even discussed with people, but there are more tools coming out to help kids learn how to swim better. You know, and this is something we've needed for a long time is that, you know, we've had the noodles and the different floaties right. and some of those things I find almost create a crutch for you where Correct. you don't teach yourself really how to survive and how to swim. I have a life vest when I go out on my family's property on the lake and 
that is giving me the sense of security that, okay, I can do anything. I just float. Well, I am not doing anything correctly. I'm just wearing this big harness or I'm using the floaties and not really learning. That is so true. So sadly, these kids, I mean, we want to protect our kids as much as we can and constantly watching and holding them in the water can be difficult. So we relate. I mean, we get on life jackets and puddle jumpers and those are a temporary fix. But the problem is we use them so much that it now creates a false sense of security in these children. And so when they put it on, they think they're the best swimmers in their puddle jumper and their life jacket. Mm -hmm. But when they take it off, they still think they're those great swimmers. So then they run in and that's when those drownings happen. They think that they can still swim because they've been trained to sadly stay in the drowning position. When you're in a life jacket and puddle jumper, they're always in this position. The head is up and the feet is down. That's how they drown. So when they jump in, they don't float. They just go straight to sinking. And so we learn how to put our face down, blowing those bubbles and kicking and being horizontal on the water. You have to be horizontal not vertical. Yes. And so all those tools that kids have, sadly, they're creating drownings because of false insecurity. So that's why getting your kid to learn how to swim as soon as possible is so important. We personally coach three and up, but ISR, infant survival rescue, is so important for infants. Wow. And you taught me how to um, turn over. Yeah. And <laughs> one, one is to um, just, just to get on my back and use the donut and to learn to breathe out and um you know to float but the other part was how to get to the side of the pool and get out because mm-hmm. so many kids get to the side and they don't know how to get out correct 95 percent of drownings happen a foot away from the wall and so sadly these little kids when they're trying to get to the wall they push the wall away it's so sad so their natural instincts are drowning mm-hmm. it's not swimming or surviving or grabbing the wall even yeah. something that we think would be so common sense it's not to two-year-old and three-year-olds so um, that's something that we really stress is being able to grab that wall also what you were talking about is switching so when we swim a lot of people drop their legs and try to lay back to float look how long that takes Mm -hmm. so long so when i was teaching you about switching it's so important because our face is down and we're kicking and then we just learn to roll over with that donut and switch so now we're always horizontal on top of the water we never have to get into the drowning position oh my gosh I want to take more lessons. This was so good. I loved it. I loved it. And you made it so easy. And I wasn't intimidated because at first I was thinking, okay, I'm going to go to some gigantic pool with all these kids and as an adult trying to learn. But you gave me private lessons in a heated pool, in a very nice heated pool. (laughs) Well, all of our lessons are private lessons. So we usually have two coaches in the pool, me and my assistant or just my assistants with each one child. So when we do private lessons, the survival rate and the success rate goes way up right we want that and so we have um our success rate is so good because of those private lessons too so the private really helps a lot and you didn't have to worry about any other little kids around you it was just me and you and you got to be as honest with me as possible and I was honest with you and it was a great environment for you to learn and that's why you learned so quickly yes well you're a phenomenal teacher what is next for you and what else would you like to share coach Danielle thanks well recently (laughs) I just found out that I'm going to be in charge of an entire HOA swim program, which is really exciting. 
<laughs> but a lot. Um, so this year I've hired 13 coaches to help me um, in three different locations, Argyle Harvest, Lantana, and then also Pecan Square. So we are growing exponentially. Next year I'm going to be hiring like 20 girls, something crazy. Wow. <laughs> so it's an amazing growth. I'm so excited, which means we're just helping save more lives. So that's what pumps me up so much. Yes, you're doing phenomenally. And remind us again, how can we reach you? How can we connect with you? So I have Instagram and then I also have Facebook. And then on my myswimadventure.com, you can press either one of those social media buttons and it takes me takes you right there. Okay. Well, be sure to connect with Coach Danielle of Danielle's Swimming Fishies. She has been such a treasure to me because have I mentioned to you all, I know how to swim. Yay. I keep saying it. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. But I gained a friend as well and someone that I can refer people to to really help encourage and empower their children to learn to um, overcome the fears that so many of us face with swimming and with water and to have proper technique. So I'm so excited about that. Be sure to check out this episode anywhere you get your podcast. Also look for my channel on pray.com, also on Life Network for Women. I broadcast there on Tuesdays and Thursdays, or you can find the content anytime. The Awaken Podcast Network, or I Work for Him, were there, and so many other places. My show, The Focus, and Hotel Hunt, and Speak Up, those are available on Amazon Prime Video. So lots of places to get great content. We thank you for your prayers and your encouragement and for tuning in. Be sure to check this out again soon. Thank Thank you, Coach. Yes, for having me. (laughs) Yes, I appreciate you. you. (laughs) I appreciate you too. Absolutely. (laughs) Thank you.